0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. January 30th, Monday, January 30th. It's National Quisante. We're back. I've never been a croissant guy but Owen uh, makes a big impression on the croissants.
1: Uh
2: like like me liking them?
0: I mean you were just mouthing croissant the whole time. Well I was
2: I was impressed by the pronunciation. Uh-oh. That's like how my mom says it because most people say like croissant like with the r no no which is like the french way to say it 12
0: years of french immersion and a couple of well one of our guests today and alex knows a thing or two about french immersion but more importantly we got ryan joining us from japan 16 hours ahead on to monday and a french immersion (laughs) expert how are you doing dude
1: doing good i would i wouldn't go as far as to say expert i uh i got by
0: (laughs) i think
3: you and i got by like barely (laughs) <laughs> like the french was heat like it was bad
0: i think you guys are selling yourself short dude i remember some french classes with you guys in the day so croissant i got no problem with that do they have the croissant over there or is it, it, it i would imagine they have actually more than here
1: uh you know i'll say this the japanese they've mastered a lot of food, but their baked goods are still uh, still uh a little bit lacking
0: they're not catching up to the game yet ah that's no, too bad no not yet Huh, well, something for them to work on. We got we're, We got the Super Bowl set. We're live after the big game. I mean, honestly, we'll just go right to the Chiefs Bengals game because what a game, Probably the game of the year. And I, I think, you know we could start with Osai, but I think honestly I was more impressed by Mahomes and we should probably start with the winning side. And the Chiefs defense made big plays too, but Mahomes watching him around, run around out there, bum ankle, No receivers. He's down to Sky Moore, Valdez, Scantling, Kelsey with a bad back. And for him to pull that off, I mean, I already thought he was an all-timer. And I know if he gets another ring, he cements himself even further. But that was like an all-time memorable win, I think you'd have to say, Owen.
2: Yeah, I would. I mean, I I think to me the story of the game was their defense. I thought the defense was unbelievable, especially um, Frank Clark and Chris Jones. Chris Jones, I guess, especially was incredible. Like... To make the comments he made about after the Burrowhead stuff, like where he went and on the podium and was like, We're not rivals. And like, you know, to basically call the Bengals out and then to have two sacks and I don't know how many pressures, but it felt like he was on every play. Like it was so good. He was, I think he was the player of the game. As good as Mahomes was uh, and as tough as his situation was with the receivers, like there were so many plays at the end where just there was nobody to throw to. I think Chris Jones was the player of the game.
0: What's your big Chiefs takeaway, Alex?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I like as good as the defense was, I'd have to go with Mahomes. Like that was just an unbelievable performance and um on that bum ankle and he makes the biggest play of the game on a running play, which I thought was insane. Um to get those yards. I know that that you know he got pushed and it was a penalty and then he got the extra 15, but like um I thought that was a phenomenal play there towards the end. And he played like crazy. I mean, he made um Valdez Scantling look like Devontae Adams out there. Um, you know, I thought they did a pretty good job to handle Kelsey most of the game, the Bengals, but like, um, Mahomes just uses like whatever is at, is at his disposal. So I thought it was just an unbelievable performance. And like you said, he's one of the all-time um, greats at this point, for me at least. And then if he just gets that second ring, it cements it even further.
0: I would say, Ryan, I mean, over there, I know you had to get up early for the game, so kudos to you on that one right off the hop. But Bengals Chiefs now you'd have to say, honestly, maybe in all of sports, is like the prime rivalry game. Like the game that you would get the most up for would have to be this matchup. It just seems like every time it delivers.
1: Oh, for sure. And especially, it's been nice to compare it with Dills-Bengals, like recently, and I think that game was getting a lot of hype. But just watching like the contrast between the two games, I feel like every time the Bengals and the Chiefs play, it comes down to the wire. It's electric every time.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's a testament, if anything, and the qu- defenses were terrific today. But you'd have to say the quarterbacks. I know a lot of people were making this comment, but you get those two guys out there, and they're both. I mean, Burrows down three linemen. He's on the road. He's in a tough spot. It, for the day he's in a pretty good situation overall but and the same thing with mahomes on a bum ankle and these guys they just deal with the situation and they step up to the hype every single time like to me you don't see other quarterbacks doing that we can get to burrow in a second but we should talk about the penalty on osai which To me, I just don't feel like I know it was a late hit and it was a penalty, but I just don't feel like I would have flagged that there. I know that might be an unpopular take, but I just wouldn't if I was a referee, I wouldn't want to decide critical field position for the game on that, even though it was by rulebook a penalty. I know you'll probably disagree with me there.
2: I'll disagree with you. I think that's bad. I I think I hear that take where it's like you swallow your whistles and let the players play. But I think by not making a call, I, to me, that was an obvious call watching it. Like you saw that same play in the Niners uh, Eagles game and it was called the same way. Like to me, if, if you don't make the call, you're you're just playing the other side of the coin where it's like you're letting uh, you're deciding the game by not calling what you saw and what happened. You have Rams game.
3: Saints all over again.
2: Yeah. So I, I think you just you play every situation as, as straight up like the best you can. Uh, and in that situation, they made the right call. I just don't know
0: like don't it, know. It,
3: it is a critical penalty though. Like it is a critical penalty. and like you have to call it in the critical part of like the yeah. situation of the game. And like he had like a full foot outside of bounds, and there was no reason to like crush him even further.
2: Well, so do you guys get what I'm saying though? It's like if you don't call it, you're basically deciding the game the other way though.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. So that's a
2: way to look. That's the way I would look at it.
0: And I don't think, like, I. whenever I say NFL rigged, like, that's like a joke. Like, I just like to say that. Like, I don't actually, I like, I don't believe that. But so anybody who's like, oh, like, look at all these calls going against the Bengals. I just wholeheartedly disagree with that, even though the replay down was, like, next level crazy stuff. I just wouldn't want the game decided by that and that I mean honestly that's like the whole difference in the game to be honest because you could say what you want but they didn't have a timeout there would have been eight seconds left they would have had a 55 yarder instead of a 45 like it's pretty cut and dry to me that that was the game I don't know where you stand on this one Ryan
1: I just feel like it's I I wouldn't want to be a defensive player in the NFL like at this point in time like I, I understand that it's the letter of the law and that's the rule but i feel like they should pay more attention to like the intention of the defensive player because what are you supposed to do like just let patrick mahomes tiptoe up the sideline not scream in there to try to hit him out of bounds and it just doesn't really seem fair like he's they're both going full speed i don't really know how the defender's supposed to just not hit him when he gets there and like stop on a dime like that so it just seems like it's one of those things like i don't know how you fix it i agree with the call like by the rules but it just seemed a little bit a little bit unfair
0: yeah i mean it's the big, like it's the whole season you want to cut the angle on the guy i know he made contact with him out of bounds but i'm not going to fault the guy for going in there and i know it was uh, this is something maybe it's because i'm a soft guy but i know alex agrees with me watching him on the sideline crying dude like i'm uh, I'm in shambles looking at that like I can't I can't take a guy down like that I know Alex was feeling the same way I think Owen's a little less heartless that in that was, situation
3: that was heartbreaking watching him on there like he, he like he put his helmet on so he couldn't really like see anybody like no so no one would really like be staring right at him um and like no one came up to him until like five minutes later that one guy came up what when the when the sidelines cleared um, once the game was done, like freaking no one came to like, and I know it's like playoffs, like it's a bad penalty, like this, that he should have known the way the refs were calling the game anyways, they were calling it pretty tight against the Bengals to, you know, make that like, it was like a no brainer that they were going to call that. Um, but like no one like really going up to him and stuff and him just like, um, just bawling his eyes out there on the sideline was honestly heartbreak. I felt bad for the guy.
0: I got a soft stomach for that. I can't lie. Like there's just something when he put the helmet on, I was like, Oh man, like I just can't, like I can't. It is the big Ben. (laughs) Big Ben was the King dude. This guy was a little bit worse and he had a great game. And I know, like I said, it was a pivotal, like play that decided the game. I do mean that, but I'm going to play both sides of the fence here to be nice to the guy and say he did like, he was kind of all over the field. He had a great game. And then, you know, there were other factors that decided the game. It's just tough to see that. I, I just-
3: he tried to play the injury card a little bit. He's like, no, 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 don't call it a penalty. Like, I blew my knee. Like, think about if you want to call this a penalty.
0: <laughs> He's like, oh, flag. Oh, also stretcher. Like, I can't get up. So yeah. are you going to yeah. pick it up? So like-
2: it's offsetting. Yeah. It's like, are you going to call the penalty on the injured guy? or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to call it like Mahomes blew my knee out, actually? <laughs> yeah
0: he's like high ankle sprain or torn ACL which one's more severe um, <laughs> I think honestly though it, it sets up a pretty interesting dynamic for Mahomes I, I said in that first bit that I feel like he was already in all time or the if he wins the ring next week it'll just take it to another level but I thought Burrow was pretty impressive in this game as well I don't think they're I know we had this debate on the last show a little bit, but I, to me, I just don't know that there's another quarterback that would do as well in the in that game as those two. Like to me, that was just the best two quarterbacks, and it sets up like a Brady Manning type of dynamic between these two. For me, honestly, that's how strongly I feel about these two. I know Owen disagrees, but we should go to Ryan because we haven't got his take on these two yet.
1: I don't know. I I think people are so quick to want to find like the next guy, right?
0: And I just think that Burrow
1: is getting a little overhyped a little too quickly. Like we're witnessing <laughs> greatness with Patrick Mahomes, and he, even he's relatively new, and people are already wanting to abandon that and like jump on the Burrow bandwagon. And I just think we should revel in the greatness of Mahomes and, and just let it let it ride.
2: I agree. I mean, you said no, nobody's playing him like that. I mean, we've seen Josh Allen play him like that. We've seen Justin Herbert play him like that in the regular season. There's quarterbacks that play him. Uh, they could go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. It's not that crazy uh, of a thing to see. Um, and, yeah, I totally agree with Ryan. I mean, we're judging um, Burrow against guys that we haven't seen play in, like, months or at least multiple weeks. So I don't think it's fair. I also don't think it's fair to change your opinion drastically about a guy after one or, one game or two games. I think you you need to look at uh, an entire body of work. So to me, like Joe Burrow is a great quarterback, uh, but uh, – I don't. I'm not gonna say it's Mahomes one, Burrow two because I know, knowing you, Phil, if Burrow <laughs> won that game, you'd be saying Burrow one, Mahomes two.
0: Yeah, that's what I. That's I was literally that's I had exactly. it in the so notes, you,
2: dude. Osai, dude, that's literally Osai's one play was the difference between your one and two quarterbacks.
0: No, I so, wouldn't say that. That's I, crazy. I I wouldn't say that. To me, I already had it written down. Like. To me, honestly, like eight minutes to go when Kansas City had to punt it back, maybe five minutes to go, I have it in my notes somewhere. But when they had to punt it back to them, uh, you could tell the crowd was like, oh no, like it's actually going to be Burrowhead after this. Like he's actually going to do it. Like you could sense it in the crowd, dude. It was so quiet. And, like they had already seen this movie before. Like he, he's he's like the Grim Reaper, dude. Like he's coming knocking at the um, door. Like you can great. just you can just feel it in the crowd, dude. You, you tell me you couldn't see that coming? Like you're not getting yeah, that with I- Herbert. I,
3: I, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with Phil in the sense that like, if Herbert's getting that ball, I don't know if like he still has got to figure out his coaching stuff. I'm not saying Herbert's like not a talented quarterback or anything, or like we we did see it with Allen and stuff. But there is something with Burrow getting that like ball with like two minutes to go, where it's like, damn,
0: like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Done it again, like
3: he's gonna do it again. Um, he's done it and again. I I thought he played a really he's good. He's done it
0: again, Harry
3: yeah 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 so so and it was honestly kind of this game how many times did you get sacked like six seven times times. yeah yeah it was a bunch of it was almost reminiscent of that um chiefs bucks uh super bowl where Mahomes was like getting rubbed on the floor the entire game and um and and that was kind of what i thought of when like just watching burrow get smoked every quarter um by chris jones and he had a great game i agree but to keep it tight like that with that crappy of an o line, um, I thought I, I agree more with Phil that I think it is these two that, and maybe we are, and I think we are early. Like it's just because recency bias, like we're trying to compare these two right away to all time grades. But I feel like it's in the we're in the making of seeing these two compete in in the AFC for a really long time.
0: Yeah. That's how I feel too. And I know Alan, like you could make the argument. Alan obviously went in there and gave him a good run last year, but I just... Alan's Phillip Rivers. It, it, it's all setting up. The AFC parallels are just setting in, dude. It's it's just, we're just getting a replay 10 years later of what so it So who's Joe Flacco? Well, I hope it's Kenny Pickett, dude, because then we could okay. steal a Super Bowl. That'd be good. I'd like yes. that. <laughs> I gotta give credit to Ryan though. Quick aside, the like the very Japanese background he's got going on really like sets the table. He's, he's for, embraced the culture for sure. Yeah, oh, thanks,
2: he
1: has. Yes. Do you know any Japanese? Yeah. Uh let's go. what's oh, that? A little bit. Okay. Just just a little bit. Raw. <laughs> no, it's 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 really hard, man. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> and my job, they don't like me to speak Japanese at my job. So it's really just like
0: oh, futile. Uh well, you can move around. That's okay. For anybody who wants to go visit Japan, yeah. we've, we've got Please. a tour guide. Yeah, you more than welcome. You drop to the see address. It. Yeah, you drop the address. Drop the drop pin, the dude. Address. Drop the addy. Um, <laughs> Come through. I think, honestly, the other big plays that have to be shouted out in this game, the, uh, the punt return, which they said oh, was yeah. the longest Chiefs punt return of the season, the 27-yard one to put them which, I mean, that's crazy. You don't play all 18 games. You don't get one more than 30 yards. But to set them up for that field goal, I mean, that was another huge play. And uh, there was a lot of, like, the intentional grounding was questionable. The replay down was questionable. But I never, like, it's a good thing that those drives amounted to nothing because otherwise we would have had a real refereeing scandal this is this one was a penalty i wouldn't have called it but i mean it would have been a lot worse had those drives actually come back to matter and it would have been six months of hearing about that so i'm i'm glad it didn't amount to that but is there anybody you wanted to shout out from this game who uh, impressed you dude Uh, this is just my new favorite question i just love asking this and maybe give me someone who who respect you you lost for in this game respect you lost for that's a new way to say it but owen we'll go to you um
2: i think the for me the one that i was most impressed by was Jones, he talked to talk and then backed it up with the two sacks and all the pressures. Uh, and then the sack right on the last drive, like, was you could argue it was like almost a game winning sack in a sense because mm-hmm. it's just ended the drive. Uh, and then who I lost a little bit of respect for, it's got to be Joe Burrow. Just kidding, it's, oh, not, Joe Burrow. Oh, it's not Joe Burrow. I'm kidding, kidding, kidding,
3: kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, because, no, you know
2: why? Sorry, I have to jump in
3: because I've, I've actually been seeing people like on Twitter being like, oh, Joe Burrow. Like someone tweeted a Dak Prescott like <laughs> trotting out against the 49ers on that last drive. And they're like, Joe Burrow. <laughs> like, are you
2: kidding me? No, I do, I do, respect, I actually respect Joe Burrow, but
0: I on will field, say on the
2: field, on the field, on the field, on um, Who I lost respect for. Did you like
1: his pink uh, pregame fit? Yeah. No, hated it. That was, I hated it. That personally. was quite a look,
2: Joe. <laughs> it, it, it was terrible. Um, there's a lot of things I hate. I hated the. Yeah, I had to get off TikTok this morning. It was it's just too much to handle
0: the best part about this game for you and for everybody is we don't get the two-week build-up of everybody talking about burrow i mean that's really like the silver lining of the result because last year it was completely insufferable like if we had to do another media day where they lobbed him the softball who are you listening to pregame, joe and then he just cranked it up or they ask
2: him like for the 50th time it's like do you guys see yourselves as an underdog like (laughs) they ask him every game he's like no, or like whatever. I don't even know what he says, but it's, it's the same answer every time. It's so mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, I would, but I was t- to my point. I was going to say I lost some respect for Sky Moore.
0: Why he had the biggest punt return of the game?
2: That play was good, but I, th- I feel like he should have been better. You were hoping <laughs> I mean, for more. That's n- nitpicking, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe a lot. I love lot. that I love
1: take. What did you expect him to do? <laughs> you yeah. Thought he was Calvin like... Johnson. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He wanted the MVS stat line, 116 yards and a touchdown.
2: Yeah, MVS was great. I wanted a bit more because at the end there was just there wasn't really. I mean, Mahomes was there's nobody to throw to, and Sky Moore he's got to step up.
0: Yeah, give me a respect up, respect down. Some Tyreek
2: Hill stat lines. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) that would be nice. Respect up, respect down. Oh, I'm grateful for this opportunity actually, because uh, I don't know if you remember. But when I was on the podcast the first time, I made a horrendous take. Yes, you did. And I bought into the DeMarcus slander. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, people forget. (laughs) And, you know, that's just been aging like milk. It is terrible. (laughs) It's been sitting poorly with me this whole time. And I'd like to get out in front of it and say I think he's elite. I definitely have gained respect for him. And uh yeah, I know I'm not breaking any <laughs> breaking any barriers without that one, but I would like to officially plant my flag in the Jamar Chase fan club.
0: I like that. Bolitnikov matters. Um, yeah. Founding member right
2: here. <laughs> yeah, Since day one, I've been a Jamar oh. Chase guy. People know that about me.
0: They forget that.
2: Yeah, that
1: that catch he had on fourth down double coverage oh. was one of the craziest things I've ever seen.
2: And the I think was that was the reason that he that Burrow threw the pick to uh like later in the game was because he was like that play worked prior and then it was like it, just, like it wasn't Jamar Chase the second time
0: well I also like that pick was an arm punt like it, that was better than a punt
2: really he just yeah like it wasn't a terrible pick at all yeah but I think that's what it was mm. was he saw it like the same thing he's like oh maybe I'll try that again
0: is there somebody you want to slander too Ryan
1: I mean I, I can't slander Joe Burrow I feel like we've been a little hard on him uh, hmm. I'd say Joe Mixon maybe a little bit
0: I like wow. that take Because P Ryan eight times. Yeah, P Ryan was just as getting just as many snaps. Two eight times for Joe Burrow had the
1: longest rush of the game, I think.
0: Yeah, both sides kind of had to scrap the run game. That's that's why I was another reason why I was so impressed with both the quarterbacks. I think I got to give some props to Zach Taylor. I actually think he's like better than I gave him credit for to begin with. So I got to give him some props. I think in terms of slander, I got to go with Tony Romo. I I think he just (laughs) sometimes he just starts a sentence and he doesn't know like where it's going. Like the first half just doesn't add up to the second half. Like he just like it's just verbal diarrhea. So I'm not really a Tony Romo guy after that game, but that's okay. I'll see him in September he's not coming to the Super Bowl but Alex what do you got
3: um yeah i'd probably like on the defensive side of the ball uh i thought Trent McDuffie had a pretty good game there oh, like i Trent thought McDuffie. i thought he was covering pretty well um had that big tip there to, to cuz that would have been a first down if he didn't tip that i think um uh, actually opposite of that who i lost respect for was uh mike hilton and uh eli apple because they got like torn up by mvs all game that's, that's pretty easy. Awesome. i thought i thought awesome. was making like pretty like easy passes um i mean he makes it look easy but like some of the guys were like wide wide open mm-hmm. and they also talk a lot of smack too like call like i think they were the big in- endorsers of burrowhead um, i know mike hilton was and then um and then Eli Apple, I, I forget who he was telling. I think like the Buffalo guys, like, have fun in Cancun. And it's like, you're going to Cancun a week later. So, um, <laughs> but I, I've just been losing respect for Eli Apple. So maybe just the difference is like, I was going to
1: say,
0: how, how so, much did you have going in?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot. But yeah, I thought like getting torn up by MVS, like, a little heat.
0: It really seemed like the Chiefs did take that Burrowhead thing and like bull- bulletin board material it. And oh, yeah. And that's for crazy sure. because the Bengals were up there last week talking about, oh, better get those refunds. Like, you'd think that they would have known, like, we better not give any bulletin board material the other way, bitten by our own snake type of beat. But instead, they just gave them like the number one. Like, Burrowhead's like a crazy thing to say before you've won. Yeah. Like, make the t shirts for post game, but pre game, like, nobody's, nobody can know about that.
2: Yeah, I try to remind everybody it's Mahomes' house.
0: Yeah, I knew you liked that one. Well, they were
3: yelling it right after like Mahomes was getting interviewed, and they were like yelling it in the mic. I think yeah. like I don't know who the Kelsey, Kelsey was. was. Yeah, but, Tracy. Wilson.
0: Like, they Wolfson. were like
3: screaming into the mic like it's Mahomes' house. Mm. And Tracy I mean, Wilson, fired dude. One on time, I, <laughs> I know
0: Owen was loving that. One yeah. time, I was in an elevator with Tracy Wilson. Fun fact, and she was very small. She was like, she was way smaller than me like probably up to my nipple type beat. So not a very big person. Uh, Eagles absolutely decimated the Niners, which sets up the Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl that we can talk about, which is a great matchup, but I think quickly we got to do this game too. It wasn't the most compelling game, honestly. The game literally from hell for the Niners. It, it just couldn't have gone worse front to back. You had Fred Warner got hurt on like the second play. I know he came back in, but still Bosa got cleated when he wasn't even on the field. Then Purdy, Purdy. they said he doesn't have feeling in his fingers. Like he like has like, a Tommy John problem I mean it was honestly and then on top of that the missed challenge that they didn't throw on the Smith long completion that set up the first touchdown I know that wouldn't have mattered but Owen you didn't even mention
2: Josh Johnson yet
0: oh yeah well (laughs) we could talk about him he might be joining the Ian book collection but um pretty tough (laughs) game for your boys there Owen
2: yeah this is almost just a write-off to me I don't know how you really draw much of a conclusion from this game because it's such a disaster front to back like you were saying um but I will say I think I don't, I don't know if my opinion of the Niners really changed particularly like I still think they're a really good roster really well coached I just think that a lot of things kind of cut against them I will say I think the, the the Eagles are like to me they're they're like a god squad like that defensive line looks unbelievable that offensive line I mean when they said like the QB sneak this that was like one of the first times it hadn't worked all season and it was against the 49ers and then this very next play they like got 5 yards on it I was that kind of put things into perspective that they're just dominant in the trenches. The receivers are great, uh, and Hurts had a down game and they still scored thirty-one points. So, um, they're a juggernaut to me.
0: Quickly on the sneak thing, Ryan, you're like a football guy. You that like? Do you think that should be Mm -hmm. illegal? That sneak play? Like it seems like it just it shouldn't happen. Like it's just three guys pushing a guy.
1: Yeah, it's 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 literally so stupid. It's like a cheat code. I yeah. don't know why teams don't just do it every time they're in short yardage situations. How are you not going to? The ball, you just can lay the ball out. Yeah. And you're going to get the first down. So if you're allowed to just push them all, like I don't know. You're going to get it every time.
0: I think they probably will ban it. Alex, you got anything on this game?
3: Well, yeah, I knew all along the 49ers were never. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, I mean, not much to say. It it, it was an unfair matchup um, just with all the 49ers guys going out. I wish, you know, it would have been closer um, and they would have been more lucky with their uh, injuries there. But, um, I don't know. I'm a little tired of talking about the 49ers and their injuries. Like last year was the running backs. This year, like all four quarterbacks. NFL mows through four of their quarterbacks. Like, I don't know. Like, let's prepare here. Let's prepare a little better. I, I'm getting of. I'm, I'm kind of tongue in cheek with this. Um,
0: well, you did say after the game that they're frauds. You said that you knew they were frauds. And I think they were. I always like-
3: knew they were frauds. because, And yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's whether it's injury or whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo letting them down. We still haven't had our Purdy game, so Phil and I can still like wait for that. Well, it's gonna happen one day. Today, today was—I don't know.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to say this. I don't want to sound like a boomer here, but it's the NFC Championship game, like if you can throw like I, i'm trying to see you throw bro like it, it's you or josh johnson like i think a 60 percent purdy would have been a little bit better like i don't want to sound like a boomer here but i had real shades of the cutler caleb haney game when cutler was just riding on the exercise bike all game i don't know Can't if i'm I ju- <laughs> ringing no bells. oh that was the nfc championship <laughs> game like 10 12 years ago but it's okay <laughs> i'm sure somebody out there got that but to me i, I don't want to sound like a boomer but like put the brace on and like let's get out there like I want to at least yeah. see it it's better than Josh Johnson
3: I don't know I just feel like the 49ers and like obviously football is like a violent sport and like guys are gonna get injured but I just feel like the 49ers the last like four or five years have just been like one of the most in, they're like the clippers of the uh of the of the NFL.
0: You think think they really
3: are. They're always injured come playoff time. And then it's like, well, you know, if the 49ers were healthy, well, it's like, well, they're not. And it's been like three, four years that they're not either. It's Jimmy Garoppolo being injured or their other starters. And then running backs last year. Like, I don't know, man, they're always so injured. I'm not like, I'm not faulting anyone for it. It's just, they're always, always down a lot of guys, not one guy. I get being down two to three guys, two to three starters, but they're, it always feels like they're down way too
2: many guys. It is true. I was doing some research uh, in the game just while I was watching. I, I was doing some research on their secondary, and I was like looking at Lenore and Charverius Ward, and I was like, "Oh, like where these guys kind of come from, and like what's their story?" And apparently, like Lenore wasn't even supposed to play this. Like he was a, supposed to be a backup, but his the starter got hurt in like training camp. Yeah, and that was like the case for multiple guys in the secondary. So, like the guys that you're seeing, some of the guys you're seeing go out are backups to begin with. It's kind of, I, th- I think they are a deep team. I, I don't know what, to me, like when, when you, I don't know if they actually are more injured than other teams or maybe if that's just a narrative, but if they are, I wonder like if you should, if that's like a training staff issue. You know, I don't know what like if there's doing. something in the organization, like the way I don't they don't know what it deal with players. Dude, I think
1: it problems. goes deeper. I think it's a California issue because oh, I think really? them, the Rams and the Chargers, are always the most injured teams in the league. Mm. Something in the I, water. I don't league. know what something it is.
0: In the water. could be the air. They have a high pollution rate over the there air. because of all the all you know, the cars. So maybe it's what they're breathing in, dude. I don't know. I think you might wow. be onto something there. You're really cracking the code. Shout out, goes all the way to the for
3: suplexing that guy. That was awesome. Best player in the NFL. That was, yeah, that was. I like. I'm a Trent Williams guy. It's probably Me the only too. guy I really like.
0: He went Trent with Williams. the. He went with the we're getting blown out, I'm getting thrown out strategy, which oh, I yeah. always, I always respect when a guy does that. That's just next level stuff. And he, he went for the full, like this is a no doubt ejection. Like I'm, I'm going out <laughs> swinging, dude. I'm literally like choke slamming. He's like, the like guy. I'm not
3: half assing this either. Like <laughs> no. I am fully committed
0: to putting this guy through the ground. Well, he is the guy that punched Richard Sherman after in like in the face in the post game yeah. handshake line. So he is about it. <laughs>
2: that was awesome, and
3: that was, and that was
0: like video. when he was like
2: a sophomore. He was like in his second year in the league. too. It <laughs> was a great video.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna
0: punch wow. you in the face, Boy, Richard yeah. Sherman was so annoying
2: back in the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really he like video. wanted
3: that punch too. He's like, yes, he punched me.
0: <laughs> yeah, the best part you can hear it on the mic. You hear like the flesh on flesh. Like, yeah, yeah. I will say I don't think the Niners are 24 points worse than the Eagles. I don't think that's like a grand declaration, no. but that feeds into another point where I do think Owens right. The Eagles are a god squad, but at the same time, I can't put too much stock in either of these victories because I know they outscored the Giants in the and the 49ers like 68 to 17 or something like that. I understand that. I know that's impressive, but They also have had a pretty cakewalk run here, and I think the link is a pretty easy place to play. I think you're putting them in a tough spot going on the road against a team that, I mean, it doesn't seem to matter what their circumstances are. Like, I know they're a God squad. I know they have a bunch of pro bowlers, but I want to see them in a close game, and that immediately lends me to think that I'll pick the Chiefs just because I haven't seen the Eagles pull out a close game, honestly, in like eight weeks, so...
3: I, I agree with you just because, like, even the entire year, I think um, everyone was kind of like, all right, they have a bit of a softer schedule and stuff. And um, how many games did they end up losing? Like, two, I
0: think. Yeah. Like but otherwise,
3: three. like, they haven't really, I think, had to, you know, mount any big comebacks or anything. They got the first round by. They played a pretty, like, not-so-great Giants team. And then the whole entire 49ers roster just dropped. Meanwhile, <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's no surprise either that the NFC is a lot – a much easier conference than the than the AFC. Like the AFC was a dogfight the entire way. I thought here, just how many good quarterbacks and good teams there are, um, and I, I'm I'll be really interested. Like it'll be a really interesting Super Bowl because I think I think the Chiefs are are better than the be, better than the Eagles, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see by how much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying completely. I think I've gotten to a point with the Chiefs where I trust them in close games, and I know no matter who they're playing, they're going to keep it close, and Mahomes is going to. Mahomes and be magic. And I don't think we've seen that from Jalen Hurts yet. Mm-hmm. I think they've had an easy season and an easy schedule and he hasn't really had to be resilient. And I don't think the teams had to rally around him or like each other. They're pretty young. The coaching staff is young. So I just don't think they have that experience to galvanize. And and I don't think they're gonna get up early on the Chiefs, like by a lot. I don't see the Chiefs getting blown out. So I have more faith in the Chiefs to win in a close game.
0: I think you really can draw parallels to this and that Panthers team that lost to the Broncos I think you can really do that like I think that there there's a lot of similarities there the Panthers didn't have a lot of close games before the Super Bowl and then Denver came in and played a different kind of game like I think the Eagle or the Chiefs are sorry being the more experienced team I think you'd have to give them the leg up and I'll get the line in the second but quickly I did want to say about the Eagles I know this is their second Super Bowl in five years and they had like pretty much a mini rebuild in the middle of it. I think there's only six or seven guys left from the championship roster. I think the season that they've had and considering the place that they were in, even last year, I think they were two and six or three and six. And they riled off a bunch of wins to make the playoffs. And even the year before that, they were looking for a coach. Like, I think you would have to say that this is a pretty model franchise at this point. It's weird to say because they've been a little bit turbulent throughout most of my life. But I think... Considering everything that they've done the last two years, twenty-four months, it's hard for me to say that there's no there's a franchise out there that's more deserving of a trip to the Super Bowl. I mean, this is just a model job, the way I see it.
3: Yeah, and the crazy thing is too, is like it's almost with both runs here, it's just been the roster construction outside of the QB which has gotten them to like mm-hmm. we're not calling Hertz, you know, Mahomes Burrow Herbert level. Like, I think he still has quite a bit to prove, even though I do like him a lot. But he's not that type of guy yet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see down the down the line in his career. And then the other time, like sure, Wentz was pretty. Like he was almost having an MVP season, but then they just like gutted out with Foles there towards the end, who was, I mean. He's an average quarterback. I mean, Foles is is Foles. And then, but like the rosters around the QBs were like so freaking good and so well constructed and the defense was unreal that it goes to show that like these guys really know what they're doing when it comes to football. And like you imagine, and then both, both Super Bowl runs are kind of without like that franchise quarterback. So, um, I mean, we'll see once again with Hertz, what happens, but, um, that's one thing I wanted to point out.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And I think you look at the teams that all four teams, I read something this morning about all four teams that were left today, and it was Purdy makes league minimum. Hertz makes, like, he's the 50th highest-paid quarterback in the league. Burrow makes $4 million, Mahomes is obviously an exception to that. But, like we've been talking about this last couple of shows, but this is like a new model. Like if you do the other things, well, you can get by with a C plus at quarterback. Like, and I'm not saying Hertz is a C plus, but it seems like the old way was that you just had to have a franchise quarterback. Didn't matter how much you paid him. And honestly, coming out of the Niner game, I thought to myself, well, this opens like, you know what the door is open. I think for like Brady to go there, like this is a team with a lot of baggage at this point that, have gotten to the doorstep and haven't broken free, that's a guy who could easily get them there and then take them over the hump with his resume. But honestly, looking at those that stuff, like, would you rather pay a quarterback like Brady 30 million for one year and then have to sacrifice, I don't know, two, three starters? Like, I don't think you would want to do that if you're San Francisco at this point. I think there's just a new model to go by in the league, if you ask me. I,
2: I don't even know if it's that new. Like, I was listening to Colin Cowherd was talking a bit about this. And he was saying that in the past like 10 or 15 years, the only quarterbacks that were that comprised like over 12% of their team's cap, like uh, cap hit towards their team uh, to win a Super Bowl were Brady and Manning. So I think generally speaking, in the NFL, at least like the modern NFL history, the last like whatever it is, 15, 20 years, I think generally the only exceptions to that rule are guys like Mahomes and Brady and Manning. And that like, if you're going to sign a guy like Dak Prescott to a massive deal, you're really handcuffing yourself unless you're pretty confident he's in that tier, which, you know. I yeah, don't know nobody's confident sure about the case.
1: that. Uh, I, th- I just think the Eagles are a great example of like how to build your team, like you were saying. I think lots of teams starting this season with the Eagles' rosters would have just settled. Like They have a good developing quarterback. They're a run-first team. They have good running backs, and they already had – Devontae Smith, who could be a wide receiver, one on a lot of the teams in the league, and yet they still went out and they got um, A.J. Brown. And I think that that was huge for them. And I think that lots of teams can like learn from that example, right? Like They're not just settling with what they have and trying to like, go with it. They're actively trying to get better. Um, even where they don't really have weaknesses, they're looking for upgrades. And I think that that was huge um, for them while they have hurts on this contract that they have them on.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I do want to say too, like that. I think that ties into your point, Phil. Like, the reason they were able to get AJ Brown and the reason the Titans released him or like parted with him was because. Tannehill's making like top five quarterback money, and Jalen Hurts is making top 50 quarterback money. And so you can afford to get a guy like AJ Brown. uh, Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're the Tennessee Titans, you're handcuffed. Or like if you look at even the Chiefs, like, yeah, Mahomes can, he's worth it and he can compensate for losing the guys that you lose, but they couldn't afford to pay Tyreek Hill. They're not going to be able to afford um, like a a few of the receivers in the offseason again. So it's going to be an issue.
0: Yeah. And I think I read something in the athletic about that this weekend that they were saying Philadelphia's thought process behind the Brown trade was like, and whatever you think, Devonta Smith, they said, we already have a number one. Let's go get another number one. Like, let's just stack the deck in our favor. I don't think Devonta Mm -hmm. Smith of, I don't think of him that highly, but I understand the thought process there. And it is what, like you said, like you've got, a guy who makes fiftieth but highest paid the quarterback in the league like you have the money to be able to surround him so I would say that quickly before we move out of this game I, Alex you were pretty upset at Joey Bosa
3: oh, oh yeah man. yeah I saw that TikTok I just thought it was a little uh like I get like like talking with fans and stuff I guess for people who don't know like. I think there was an Eagles fan that came up to him and was like, how's like vacation going? Like how, oh, when, did the the when, yeah, yeah. when did the chargers play? Yeah. When did the charge? Yeah. That's what he said. When did the chargers play? And like, I get like messing around with fans and stuff, but like, he almost like lost it. Like, like his like <laughs> wife had to like hold him back there. And like, he was like really like screaming at the guy. It's like, you're an NFL player. Like you can just. Like, like let it go. I don't know why you're getting so involved with the, uh, with a drunk Eagles fan. Like, I don't know how you're letting that guy get the better of you and he was like pissed like he was like really going at it so i thought it was a little a little weird like just walk like walk by dude like you don't really have to like go at the guy like and be all pissed
0: yeah i also think wearing another team's like i know he's your brother but wearing like another team's merch and like
3: Like fully decked out too It wasn't just like a little hat or a little shirt Like he got everything 49ers
0: Yeah like if you're going to do it wear a Bosa jersey Instead he was like let me get this cool like Niners jacket like I like how red and gold Looks on me it's like you play for another team Like you could also just get the Bosa jersey that's fine too But obviously Chiefs Eagles like We said I looked at the opening line it's Eagles Minus two and a half To me I like the Chiefs just off that Number that would be my initial impression I like them in a closer game but I also do think there's a chance the Eagles could just gas them like that, like they've been doing it all season. So there is at least a possibility that that's the case. But to me, on an interest level, no matter who the Super Bowl was going to be out of these four teams, it could have been any, what, what's it, perms and comms out of these four teams, and I would have been happy. This is a very good matchup to me. It gets me very excited. Do I think it'll be as good as the game tonight? Probably not. But I'm still very excited for this game. Is there anything that really jumps out to you or a storyline you're particularly interested in there, Ryan?
1: I just think it's going to be a great game. I'm really hoping the Eagles lose. I really don't like the Eagles very much. Mm. Um, So I'm I'm proudly going to be cheering for the Chiefs.
0: Let's go. This one. I like to see Ryan, that. Ryan, <clears throat>
2: that's your brother's favorite team, though, no?
0: Oh. Well, Uh-oh.
1: yeah, we got a little bit of a family rivalry going, actually. Yeah. My one brother's a Chiefs fan. My other brother's an Eagles fan. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, right. yeah, it's, it's dramatic.
0: Dang. <laughs> and then we got, what are you, Saints, right? Uh you know, it's it's a long agent. story.
1: It's uh <laughs> switch back to
0: Cowboys, maybe? Tough season to be. No, a fan. no,
1: we're uh we're a Chargers team now. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. I like that. Was that because you were a SoFi yeah, stadium attendee? Yeah.
1: I got I got married since we were here last and my wife oh, wanted true. to Congrats. watch football with me. Congrats. But, uh yeah, thank you. I, she said she'd share she'd if there was a team that she wanted to go see in person and she wanted to go to Chargers games. So I liked Herbert and we jumped on board. Oh. Also, I know
2: this is, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but Ryan actually put me onto this new trend where you get your significant other to rate quarterbacks based on looks. He actually, he he sent me her, and she's a Herbert
1: oh. fan, but just
2: looks alone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can speak on that. Um, but then, yeah, I did it with my girlfriend and I've recently, uh, I've recently expanded into other things I, this weekend, I got her to rank all the starting point guards in the NBA. Oh my God. So, you are wow. <laughs> different. Dude. <laughs>
1: Who was number one? Uh,
2: she had Curry number one and Halliburton number two. And then Luca, oh, like number three or four. It was kind of wild.
0: Let's go, dude. Who'd you have at yeah. the bottom?
2: Uh, I think she had Darren Fox really low. She really hated Colin Sexton. She thought he was disgusting. Oh, no! I got to pull up the full list. I don't have it on me, but
0: see, this is a move I've tried to pull. Like I've been like, all right, like I'm like, I've got all the Google images up and I just get a straight refusal every time. It's yeah, like, no, no, it I'm took about really
2: 30 minutes. Um, and so there was some back and forth, and, but uh, we got there. It took. I like to see. Yeah, it's that. a
1: long process. There's definitely some coaxing involved. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but What's... I would recommend it's very interesting. Walk me, through the,
0: uh, walk me through the Super Bowl process for you over there, Ryan. Like, Tell me what it's going to be like for you overseas. Now, I know that you're busy and can't watch. You mentioned that to us before the show, but I would like to hear if you were free, what it would be like watching the Super Bowl from Japan. Like, Is there a place you could go to to watch it that you know of?
3: And like, What what are you eating during the game? True. <laughs>
0: not, <laughs> yeah, croissants, I not croissants. Let's think what
1: I did last year. Last year, I woke up because I wasn't working bright and early. I went to McDonald's. Got some McDonald's, uh, McAdoo not at all. Oh, macaroni. brought it home and you know, the game by myself on the couch, it was lit. <laughs> and yeah, there's, there's not really any places to go. Like the sports bars here don't really broadcast NFL games. The only way I have it is like illegally streaming it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: it's really crazy. What is, like, the baseball. everything like? people are crazy about? Like, baseball? Is that, like, what's on in sports bars? Baseball, yeah.
0: So they're big Shohei fans. So it's, people. like,
1: not even the Shohei fans, yeah. But they're not even really, like, American sports just aren't that big over here. They have their own baseball league. Like, they have their own basketball league.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. soccer league, too. Like, and the times are just so different that no one's really watching, like, NBA or NFL or whatever. So
0: it, it starts at 4.30, so you're 16 hours ahead. So that's 10.30... Monday morning that the Super Bowl's on yeah. for you. I'm, I'm no.
1: planning on pulling the How I Met Your Mother, making the box and the goggles eye black, turning my phone off all day so I don't <laughs> see the scores. It's going to be electric.
0: That's lit, dude. I like that. That's a good strategy for you. You're just going to walk <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Tell the tell the kids you're teaching, don't don't give any spoilers. Don't No Super Bowl spoilers. I like that strategy. You got, they,
1: they don't understand me when I'm talking to normally, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs>
0: I'm happy to hear that. You got anything that jumps out to you on the matchup there, Owen?
2: I wanna to say to the, the the point we were making previously, I think you guys kind of gave the Eagles some flack for not being in close games or not winning close games. I think that's a function of them just being so dominant they don't really their games aren't really close because they blow so many teams out. I don't consider that a knock against them. I think they're like on paper a far superior team. Uh, and uh, I think they will win by quite a bit.
0: Let's go. So you're taking the two and a half two weeks in advance.
3: Yeah, uh, I think the Andy Reid, yeah, aspect is pretty interesting. Like going up against his old uh, team, most winning coach in uh, in Eagles history, and then you know going over and possibly winning two Super Bowls with the Chiefs would be you know pretty big. Uh, pretty big uh FU to the to, to the eagles so and that'd be a pretty sweet victory for him too hey beating his old team
0: um would you just you want know, to retire after that if you were him like low-key yeah
3: you know, honestly i don't even know what like what are you even coaching for after like i'd, I'd honestly just retire it's like you won your two you beat your old team like in the yeah. super bowl i can't get sweeter in that um you know you can go over i heard uh Heard coaches like it when like they meet at and when the game's done and you won and you meet them at you meet the other coach at at center field and you say your boys played hard, it's like the best feeling in the world. Like you just let the coach know that. For me, it's not that interesting, but I know people are gonna be like freaking out about the Kelsey brothers yeah, too. Like, oh, like Kelsey Brothers, like will they do the podcast? Like this, that. Like I'm not that hyped on it, but I know it's gonna like it, it might be like Joe Burrow level of annoying how much they're going to talk about the Kelsey brothers playing against each other. So
0: yeah, that was the thing I was thinking we, of,
3: you know, should we get um, Travis lined up against Jason on one of the plays? Yeah. You know, run at him. <laughs>
0: Like, Come on. Rush the passer, dude, brother rush, against rush brother. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I already know I'm going to hate that storyline. It's just going to be the worst. So that's the one I'm really dreading. But I do think I'm very excited for the game. And more importantly, I am excited for the props contest because our picks league is going to boil down to the props contest. Owen's going to have a one game lead on me. We already know the drill. Everybody comes with five props. I'm very excited for that. Is there one prop that you're really looking out for this year, Ryan? Like, is there one that jumps out to you as like something you want to lock in on, or like lock in on, Ooh. like a Gatorade maybe or an Anthem time? Like, which one are you devoting some time yeah, to?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Gatorade on a coach guy.
0: Mm. And yeah.
1: you know, this year I have a strong feeling it's gonna be orange either way, Let's no matter go. regardless of the winning team. Orange, orange Gatorade this year.
0: What do you think of Rihanna' first song?
1: Ooh, uh, I w- I would love an umbrella, personally.
0: That, that's not a bad pick. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go, yeah. Let's go umbrella. Let's okay. Go
0: umbrella. Orange and umbrella. What about you? Let's mark that down early. Orange and umbrella. I think um no, I like umbrella, but the Eagles used yellow today. Insider info. I actually sent a picture to you guys and put the little oh, pen emoji to say eat. hey, write that what down. What
2: did the Chiefs use?
0: I think they're vets, dude. I don't think they poured but I don't know. I turned oh, it off yeah. pretty quick. after. I feel so. like they've been there before. Yeah. They're real pros pros. So good for them. Um, Only other quick football things I guess we can hit. There's just three quick ones. Take one if you want. If you don't want to take one, that's fine. Um, It says Green Bay prefers to move on from Rodgers. That was from Schefter. Schefter says that Rodgers will ask for a trade, and that'll happen. Sean Payton was apparently telling teams in interviews that the Saints will only want one first-rounder for him, and then it turns out that they were calling and doing their due diligence, and the Saints said, no, we want two. So I don't think he's going anywhere. And then Kyler Murray doesn't expect to be ready, I don't think, until... October, November at this point. It they said he's not gonna be ready at all for the start of the season. So he's gonna be out a little while. But is there one story there that you really got an opinion on on?
2: Maybe just the Rogers one. I guess it's not shocking, but uh I'm looking forward to seeing him in the in the green and white. Different green and white. Yeah, I was gonna say
3: different green yeah. and white. <laughs> so how does it work? Does can the Saints just hold on to Sean Payton forever? Or does like his contract run out? Like how does that work?
0: I think it's a contract run out. And then they can okay. Then he can go where okay. he wants.
3: I mean, I don't know why the Saints just don't take like the first round pick. I think that's still a pretty good, yeah. <laughs> good value. Like, I mean, two first round picks for a coach. Like, he's a pretty good coach, but I mean, geez, I think that's a little. Uh, I think we talked about it. Like, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, I don't think he's worth two first round pick. Like, that's like two starters on your roster. We were just talking about how important you know starters are and stuff. So. Um, I think that's a little a little excessive, honestly, of an asking price. I think it's yeah. ridiculous.
1: A hand up, I didn't know that you could trade picks for coaches. I didn't know that was a thing. This is kind of blowing my mind.
0: Yeah, I think it's like, um, well, I think what's happened in the NBA before at least a couple times. I think about um, Doc Rivers going to the Clippers, right? That was one. Um, yeah. I know, like, was Budenholzer traded to the from the Hawks to the Bucks? Maybe I think.
1: Wasn't
2: Gruden traded for picks from? The Buccaneers to the, or the Raiders to the Bucks.
0: I think that's right. I just think it's very rare because no coaches are often worth it. And if you're asking for two first for Sean Payton, I don't see why that's worth it either. Do we want to do personal corner before Alex has to go, or do we want to hit some quick NBA? It's up to Alex. He gets the choice.
3: Oh, we could do personal corner. I think NBA can take a backseat this week.
0: Yeah, there's a a couple of personal storylines we have to get to here. First of all, let's let's go to, what do you want to start with? We got Owen's basketball tournament, we got my hair situation, and we got Ryan. So I don't know which one you guys want to open with. I guess Owen, you get to be the dealer here. I'll
2: start with mine, and then we can go either you or Ryan, because you guys, I'm sure, both have more interesting things to say. (laughs) I know you do for sure, Phil. Okay, yeah um so yeah no i mean i played in a basketball tournament uh it was pretty so i mentioned this on the show last week but it's like a pretty big like pretty big thing it's like an annual tournament that i play in up here mm-hmm. um and i actually missed the last one last year because i was in mexico unfortunately well fortunately i was in mexico unfortunately i missed it don't want to sound don't want to make sure my words are right there um but i played in it and it was kind of unfortunate because my team was like we we're pretty scrappy like we didn't really you know we weren't super deep uh we had to kind of make do with you know it wasn't the best roster we weren't the eagles um but the team that did win um had it was it was like a really good team and what they did was they got a bunch of guys that like they went and like basically scouted and recruited guys that normally wouldn't play like for example my one friend he got this guy named bryce who played at my university up until like a week ago, and so he scored forty points oh, in the finals, <laughs> and they won, and they won. So uh, there's a little bit of controversy, but yeah, we got fourth place. Unfortunately,
0: ah, well, you almost got the podium. That's okay. Yeah, well, you gave it a go. You got ringered. There's nothing else yeah. you can do there. Well, we, were, we we performed
2: better than our preseason seeding, so that was go. kind of good.
0: That's a yeah. that's a win. Let's yeah. let's just cross me off the list here. The other day I decided kind of spur of the moment thing I was like I'm going to get a buzz cut. And I just, I went and I got a buzz cut and it went pretty well. I got good feedback from people, sent it to Owen, sent it to Alex. They were loving it, dude. I was, I was fired up. I was honestly like, this looks great. Then for the next, like, I'd say 20 hours after I was like, man, I wish they went shorter on the top. I don't like the length here. Uh, It's like in a bit of an awkward stage. I, I just wish they went a little shorter on the top. Then this morning I woke up. And I don't know if it was because I was just waiting for the games to start or I was bored or what, but I was like, hey mom, like do you think if I if I took the electric razor (laughs) electric razor out (laughs) (laughs) like do you think that it would go okay? And she was like, Well like I don't see how you could mess it up because you only wanted to go shorter so like there's no way that you could like mess up like it's not like it's a long haircut (laughs) because you you could take a dent out of a long haircut I was like okay you know what you're right so I went to the bathroom and I was just I was it started off really good like I was doing I was doing pretty well and then I was doing the sides and I was like okay like this is looking good like I'm not making any mistakes and then I I think I was, I think I sped up a little, a little bit and I, I, there's no other way to say it other than I took a divot out the back. I took it, I like, it was not pretty. The amount I took out the back, like I let my hand slip or something. I messed up the back. So I was like, okay, mom, you got to get in here and help me out the rest of the way. Cause I'm going to mess this up. And then like, I love my mom. She's the best. She, she's probably listening to this right now but she made a mistake. I'm going to be the first one to say she made a mistake and then she took an equal size divot out of the front. So I like I just have a terrible situation going on up here. I can actually reveal it to you guys now because it's it's not great. It's not great. Like I just want you to know right now it's not great, dude.
1: Oh,
3: oh shit oh man yeah.
0: no it's not good there's like three <laughs> divots in there so tomorrow morning 9.30 I'm going to the barber and I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to tell him what went wrong and I'm just gonna get him to even it out so I'm gonna be I'm honest. Owen Old thinks I'm gonna Owen thinks I'm gonna have to go with a no guard and just be bald but I think I could get it down to a one he's
1: gonna wax <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: like MJ dude yeah
1: <laughs> yeah a wax and a polish yeah
0: so i made a mistake there's no other way to say it but i mean here we are
2: we got to see you gotta show us the final uh result there phil
0: yeah i mean if yeah. you want to look at it again i mean i just <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> respect
2: hey i, I do want to give you credit for stepping out of your comfort zone though that's a hard move yeah. to make yeah great hair before
0: i had a lot of hair for a long time yeah. but mm-hmm. it just sometimes you know it's time for a change man but it's tough like big time, like respect, like like Owen said for for stepping
3: out of your comfort zone, and it looks good just like that. If I wasn't looking at the top, like that's a that's a good good length. It's just when you look at the top, you got the divots there. But um, it's okay if you go a little shorter. Once it starts going back, it'll look nice too. So um, I, I've always been kind of a fan of the buzz cut. Um, so I don't know. It's something I keep talking about every every summer that I'll do, and I never do. But I don't know. Maybe this this summer is the summer. This is
2: the same. You got pretty short. You got pretty short in Mexico. Oh, yeah, but like it could be
3: like way, way, way shorter. We're like buzz cut level, you know? Phil was comparing it to like Euro, European vibes.
0: Yeah. I was looking like a soccer player, dude. That's what I was kind of thinking. And then, uh, unfortunate accident this morning. But I guess we should talk about Ryan because he is joining us from. Literally as far away as you could possibly be, I think, if it wasn't Australia. So, I mean, I don't even know if I have an opening question. I think since the last time we saw you, it was probably like 17, 18 months ago at this point. So what's been going on since then? Like, give the people a full update. We're trying to hear from you.
1: All right. Yeah, it's been good. I, uh, we've been here for just over a year in Japan, which is crazy. And we're here until this summer. So we're coming back back home soon. Um, and it's been good, man. We're both teaching English over here. I teach at a preschool, and my wife teaches at a high school. Mm-hmm. Um, just living life. I recently just joined a football league, actually, a military American wow. football league, which has been lit. So I get to strap on the pads again.
0: Let's. What? What position are you playing?
1: They got me at receiver.
0: Mm. Raw. Ryan is an incredible. I receiver. guess the biggest
1: update since you guys last saw me is I've lost like. 60 pounds.
0: Holy cow, dude. No wonder that you got you a receiver.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I was two 240 when we got here. Down, wow. Down
0: Holy 70. That's incredible wow. stuff. I had no idea.
1: Ryan's humble a humble guy,
2: but I remember we played in a flag football tournament one time, uh, and Ryan made a – it's like there's two, two fields that were kind of just beside each other, two games going on, and Ryan made a one-handed catch over another guy. He basically mossed them. And, like, it was so incredible. People were, like – in the other game, we like turning around to watch. It was like everyone just kind of stopped what they're doing. So he's a <laughs> he's he's gonna he's, he's a humble guy, but he's a very good football player.
0: I, I can vouch. I used to play with I, him. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Alex and I used to play with him every lunch day at recess, dude. And he was absolutely dominant. He was the first or yeah. second pick in every draft.
3: And let me tell and let me tell you, Ryan was like way more fun to play with than against. Like when you're going up against him, it's like not fun. Oh, it's a matchup nightmare. Cook you. You'll get smoked. Like it's tough to play against him. So he it's was, more fun when he's on your team.
0: In a lot of ways, he was a little bit like, um, uh, like Cooper Cup, dude. Like he'd kill you over the middle, but if you gave him space on the outside, like night, night, that's seventy yards, dude. You're not getting yeah. that one back. He yeah. he was a danger wow. wherever he stepped on the field. So that team's lucky to have you, dude. Have you been putting up the stats in your first couple games, or is it just practices so far?
1: Well, I mean. I would put this delicately. Our quarterback is (laughs) essentially—oh no, dude! His hurt elbow. (laughs) You're you're Ben Roethlisberger trashing teammates right now. (laughs) Yeah, we're the radio show. I I don't think he's going to be listening. So uh, (laughs) it's it's a little bit rough in that regard. He was a tight end who decided to play quarterback for whatever reason. Mm. So
0: Taysom Hill. That's a little bit heat. Yeah, yeah. Ryan is a former
3: high school quarterback. So
0: yeah, you, you should. Your resume. Yeah. You probably have better qualifications than him to play quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's bad. I'm like,
1: I, you know. Honestly, I thought about it.
3: I did see the pick of I Ryan in the it. pads though, and I was like on Instagram, and I was like, wh- like, how is he playing football in Japan? I'm like, did he make it to like their pro league? Like, did he sign a contract? Like, what What's going on? So that answers the question,
0: man. It is
1: wild system over here, dude. The people don't start playing until they're in college. And, like, just randomly, if you're, like, just athletic in high school, you'll get a college scholarship to go play wow. football in Japan. And then you wow. play there, and then there's, like, a pro league here. Huh. And you could, yeah. You, you should go, go
2: pro. You should. you should try out.
0: Yeah. That'd
1: be lit. That would be lit.
0: I bet you could, dude. Good. Do, do yeah. you think, like, what's, like, the biggest. I don't know, like, adjustment over there, I guess, for you personally? Like, obviously, you know, you speak a little bit of the language, but you can't communicate that clearly. But Mm -hmm. is there something that, like, really was it took a while to get used to uh, otherwise?
1: Uh, I'd say the biggest adjustment is, like, it's really hard to get to know people here. Like, Japanese Mm. people are very kind. They keep to themselves, like, quite a bit. Not in a bad way. They just don't want to be rude. Um, and intrusive so it's it's kind of hard especially with covid they take it a lot more seriously like we're still masked up all the time mm-hmm. really so that's been an adjustment for sure just not really having a social circle but other than that it's been awesome food's great like it's fun beautiful weather we go to the beach all the time so feel free to come open invite
0: i would. Oh. i would absolutely i know alex would be the first guy to jump on the plane for sure oh Oh, Alex, like Alex, I've been, been to to Japan, so. Yeah. yeah, Alex has got his big trip to Sacramento instead of the Super Bowl coming up. So he's yeah. Mr. Traveller. Oh, let's go.
3: He can make a trip to Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I might as well, honestly. Might not NFL enough, draft like, night. I might just go from Sacramento <laughs> to, to Tokyo.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ryan, do you know, know anything? While I'm already
3: on the coast.
2: <laughs> do you know anything about Kodai Senga? Or Senga, or no. however you say it? Let's go baseball. Do you know anything? Then. Is there any sort of name that you've been hearing? Just like... Buzz out there that like hasn't hasn't made the trip over here yet, like a na- like a Shohei type name or something. Yeah, like Yeah, so that. we, we can get on it, like dude, buy it's, some it's rookie cards stuff. Yeah,
1: it's all Shohei. Like oh. we, Michaela and I, we have assignments where we have to ask kids like who their role models are, and this pages and pages of Shohei, Shohei talking, like, and and a, Ben Verlander.
0: <laughs> that was a banger Alex. Yeah, was they're a making a I Rory had to a drop that one in, in there <laughs> thank you I'm happy to hear about the statue is there any Rui Hachimura hype like since he went to the Lakers like take like boots on the ground this is a bit like ongoing story like what's the situation over there Are they hyped
1: no dude literally it's just Shohei Otani I'm not, I'm wow. not exaggerating literally just That's awesome.
0: Yeah. You uh, you hate to hear that because Rui Hachimura has been reporting that it's like mayhem in the streets since he got traded to the Lakers. He was like, yeah, most I'm a little p-
3: disappointed in Rui. Yeah, he said he's like Japan's like head over heels for the Lakers. Like they love the Lakers. It's the number one team here. Like I thought Not there was a, was a chance
0: we'd be talking to Ryan and a flare would just fly into his an apartment like purple and gold flare like Rui mania.
1: I, I, show his well, well deserved. Don't think I've seen any Lakers merch oh. since uh, since wow. I've been here. Or you have to
2: send Ben Verlander to go report on the yeah. story.
0: <laughs> I don't think it'd take much convincing, dude. He'll go. No. Oh, yeah, well, he will. Yeah. it's just a, They'll like, fly him out. It's a public safety yeah. matter if he hits the out. streets, dude. That's the problem. <laughs> I hope there's enough security for him, honestly. Yeah. That's
3: what I'm saying. All the people that would want an autograph and stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: And a lot of Kleenex. A lot of tears when he walks yeah. through the streets. So you got to be <laughs> sure of that. You what a, what a
3: joke. That article is so crazy.
0: <laughs> it's probably the number one worst thing ever written, dude. That's like an all-time That was
3: that was god awful.
0: Legendary. <laughs> I might just I'm just going to leave the link to the article in the description of the episode can, so people can fully catch the yeah. grasp of what we're talking about, but that's pretty legendarily bad. I guess Alex, if you got to go right away, I do got to throw you a lob for Novak real quick.
3: Yeah, so I'll probably head out here after. But, yeah, Novak, um, I didn't watch a minute of the Australian Open tennis. (laughs) Um, Me neither.
0: I love Alex. Just
3: (laughs) just because, like, at this point, people are always asking me, like, oh, like, how big are you on Novak? Like, I think he's done enough where I'm, like, kind of just, like, hands off at this point. Like, he's just won so many Grand Slams that it's – like, even my dad doesn't wake up for them anymore. It's just like, ah, he'll probably win. (laughs) So – so uh it was good that he got this one he hasn't won one i think in a bit Mm -hmm. i think he might have won actually last wimbledon so i might be capping we're not winning one grand slam is like a while for him if he doesn't win that it's like oh he hasn't won one in a while um but anyways 22 tied for most all time so it's gonna be interesting to see who finishes him or nadal um with the most grand slams but i know my mom and my brother got up to watch so um yeah we'll see i don't think he's allowed in the u.s so he's probably gonna have to forfeit the u.s open he but yeah he's got the french and wimbledon coming up so we'll see how him and uh, rafa do but uh yeah man honestly just the goat at this point i'm good with him and rafa sharing that because rafa's well deserved too but yeah i'm glad to see my guys still winning grand Slams at 35 years old so um some of the new guys that have come in have been pretty good like alcaraz um pass uh medvedev like have all been who've beaten Novak, and I'm like, heat, like, is this, like, it? Like, is this it for him Or the young, like, stallions come and, are, you know, start kicking the old guy's butt? But he, he's still holding his own, so I'm pretty proud.
0: Let's go. Proud, Alex. Yeah. I love to see that. Um, I get – only la- last thing we got to talk about is LeBron. So I I don't know if yeah. you want to stick around for that, but he, uh, sure. he he put on quite a show and dance, I guess I would have to describe it as. Um, Didn't get the call at the end of the game. Obvious foul against the Celtics, but doesn't get the call. And then I think he's actually still on the ground as we speak. Like I don't think he he didn't show up
3: to the game. Yeah, I, think, I don't know who they were playing. Brooklyn tomorrow. Brooklyn tomorrow. Up.
0: he just flew home. He's like, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. Really? Yeah, he's been on. Um, I see he's on social media, and he he had some cryptic tweet like, "Why? I just don't understand anymore." It was like, okay, LeBron, like you didn't get a foul call at the end of the game. Relax. But I do got to shout out how unbelievable the theatrics were for the whole Lakers. Like Anthony Davis sitting at the locker, like it was Game Seven of the Finals, and yeah, they it was didn't get ridiculous. a call. And then Patrick Beverly with the camera, which was fun but it, like objectively probably should have got tossed for that I just the, the whole LeBron theatrics have just gone to a new level for this like 11 seed crap Laker team I kind of love it like he just tagged
3: I think he just posted another story of the block and he and he and he added <laughs> Jason Tatum or of the foul sorry and he added Jason Jason Tatum saying good block bro. It's like, dude, leave it alone. Like, what the hell?
0: It's 24 hours later. Like, the news cycles passed. There's been two conference championship games since that play.
3: Exactly. Like, leave it alone. You're good. So, yeah. Enjoy Rui Hachimura.
0: Yeah, Japan's going crazy for him, dude. He's next. You have anything you want to talk here on? Probably not. No, I think pass. I <laughs> <that> covered it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i like it dude
0: that was a good pass to finish it off but yeah no thank you ryan for joining us man i appreciate it It was good to see you again no,
1: thank you guys thanks what? boss
0: yeah when you're back in june you'll have to uh you'll have to join us in the studio again you'll be uh you, you've been missed so we'll have to do part He's gotta see the new soundboard too. he does have to person. see the new board in person i actually do too it's remarkable no stuff what? honestly you, i mean i can hit the burrow drop in honor of yes. him getting eliminated
2: what a lot of old gunna lately Three gunna one of
0: that's good news we don't have to hear that anymore for a little while um but yeah i mean we should do when you get back we should do part two of the football equipment setup i think i think we should carry over the things oh, the, yeah. the that things that we fun. drafted from the first yeah, draft was... and then build onto our already pre-existing player just wow. two years later yeah, yeah. Yes. I, say, I love it It's like people my say
1: it's, Yeah,
2: people say it's one of the best drafts you've done
0: i think it might be the number one
1: yeah that was legendary
0: it really was. Owen, All right,
1: I'm in. I'm in, boys. I love yeah, it, dude. Sign me up.
0: So we have something yes. to look forward to already, which is nice. We'll have Jeff joining us on Thursday. I don't know what we're going to talk about. but we'll, we'll probably draft with Jeff considering he's been here a few times and hasn't had the chance to draft something with us. But, yeah, that's what we're doing on Thursday. Season's almost over. There's only one game left. You should...
2: Tell the tell the tell the people about Adam's interaction with the Panthers fan. Oh, really
0: how did I forget this, dude? Adam <laughs> Adam is uh, of course doing the Arctic Games. For everybody who missed the last show, he flew to uh, Fort. Mac. You don't have to
3: explain the Arctic Games, people. <laughs>
2: everyone
0: knows about that. <laughs> yeah, everyone know. Everyone's heard of the speak Arctic Speak for themselves. Games. Yeah, yeah. The people know. It's like the Olympics. Um, but he was in an airport bar getting ready to watch the, or I guess he was watching the Niners Eagles game, but he actually couldn't watch because he was engaged in such a passionate conversation with the Panthers fan. I literally, I was watching the Niners game. I looked down, I've got 12 straight texts from Adam and they're all like full sentences about how deep in conversation he was with the Panthers fan. And then 10 minutes later, he texts me and he goes, why is Johnson in? I didn't even see Purdy get hurt. I was that deep in conversation lol. So Adam really like struck a chord with this Carolina <laughs> Panthers fan. And then uh, Alex, tell him what he sent the chat to us.
3: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm like slowly, like my cap senses are going off here. Like, I don't even know how legit the story is because then he like texted our group chat saying, um, this Panthers fan wanted me to ask you guys. Somehow we were brought up in this, um, to ask you guys if Frank Reich, isn't the right option. Who is Wh- like, What?
0: Like I don't know what he wants me to say there. I was like the In guy, him. the guy who went four and two with Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah,
3: I just, I just can't like I. It's hard for me to believe that a conversation about the Carolina Panthers can go longer than thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like who's having a passionate conversation about the Carolina Panthers? Especially
2: anyway? Adam, it doesn't seem like the type to me.
3: Yeah, like I don't so much so that you're missing like
0: parts of the. NFC Championship game, like what? <laughs> like he, like it wouldn't surprise me if he texted me, like, wait, it's seven nothing. Like I think he really wanted to prove that, like, this guy was real. But I, my cap sensors are slightly going off too. I can't lie. I think we have to get like proof by like him contacting this guy somehow and bringing him on the show to grill us about Panthers talk. We'll we'll test the theory if we can talk about them for over thirty seconds with the guy if he's real.
2: I'm gonna say cap if we're doing cap or not in this.
0: I mean, I think
1: it can't be cap because the Panthers are just too random of a team. When when have you ever met a, a Panthers fan?
0: This is and very that's just true. too random to is cook true. up.
1: I will say
2: too, in Adam's defense, I know I just called a cap, but he he could I could see Adam tying it back to twenty fifteen Cam Newton and just talking about Cam Newton for like twenty minutes, maybe like he loves Cam.
0: That's possible. Yeah, Adam has some weird favorites. You got to give him. He's an interesting cat. So. I guess he'll be back with us in a week's time, and he won't be with us on Thursday. But yeah, we'll be back Friday morning, breaking things down with Jeff, breaking whatever down. I mean, there's no football coming up. I don't know what, like, it's, all, it's almost time to go off season mode. We're going to have to start picking movies. So yeah, yes. I know. I can't wait for movie time. It's going to yes. be so hype. Quick aside, my dad today, he goes, yeah, you guys lost me with the Avatar 2 talk. Like, keep doing it, but it was good. I was like, did you see the movie, Dad? He's like, no. I didn't understand anything. I was like, that's (laughs) probably why he didn't understand it. But yeah, no, we'll be back Friday morning with Jeff. So talk to you guys then.